John Sanchez. Welcome to the On-Ramp to Success podcast. Our guest this week is Veronica Lane. She's a project management professional. She's a graduate of Florida A&M University, and she's worked as a client-facing professional project manager and business executive for Fortune 500 companies for over 25 years. In her previous role as a PMO vice president, she managed business relationships and high-profile initiatives in Eurasia, the Philippines, Canada, and the United States. Now, after she uh, left the corporate world, she established Project Manager Guru, Inc., third-party project management training company providing a wide spectrum of training services. She has worked for clients as varied as the Department of Homeland Security, the United States Navy, Michigan State University, Oral Roberts University, just to name a few. Now she travels the country, speaking to corporations and entrepreneurs to advance their project management strategies through on-site and virtual consultations and Veronica Lane Consulting, Project Manager Prism online course. She has a wealth of experience and it was a great conversation that myself and my partner in crime, Steve Karski had with her. So we're gonna jump right into the conversation. Enjoy. It's so funny because I got into project management because I didn't want to manage people. Anymore. <laughs> you know, like we we have a tendency to call an accidental project manager. So so, you know, I was told that, you know, I would love you to do this. And then it it got to the point where I wasn't doing what I was hired to do anymore. And I was just primarily doing projects. So I actually come from the finance world. And I was there for, I am going to stop at this number because I feel comfortable doing that. I'm going to stop at 25. So we'll just say. What, there for what area? About 25 years. <laughs> what, what kind of finance work did you do? Um mortgages and credit cards okay. and taxes and insurance and all of that okay all of that and um and so i i said i would rather retire doing this than anything else and and then it got to the point where i said well you know what <laughs> let's kick it up a notch i don't actually want to run projects anymore I just want to teach other people how to do it, right? And and so that's where project manager guru came into play. Um, so I, of course, have all of my certifications, even Six Sigma, which a lot of people don't talk about anymore. Are you um, belt? <laughs> all the above, all the above. <laughs> and, um, and so then I said, well, I'm, I'm just going to do that. But based on what I found... I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I didn't know how to get the butts in the seat. Oh, like, okay. Just that like part of it. Mm -hmm. so, so that was when I said, well, you, you know what? I'll just teach other people stuff. And, and that's actually how we came to meet because I said, well, fine, I'll just teach other people stuff. Um, I am, I won't say that I'm transitioning away from that, 
but I am more on the Project Management Institute side of things than on the um, just kind of winging it based upon what I know side of things. So I, of course, okay. have, 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 have those certs. And, um, and I actually just did a keynote for Chicagoland um, a couple of weekends ago. So that was nice. fun. It would have been even more fantastic if I was uh, on a stage. Can you imagine me oh. running across the stage like, oh, hello. <laughs> how big is that? It's cool. <laughs> how big of an event is that? Like how many people usually? Oh, um, there, if, if it's in person, oh, well over a thousand people. Well over a thousand. And, um, and since it wasn't in person, then it's even more. Even more. So we, we did a Zoom-ish type of a thing. Um, and I was able to participate that way. The pay was the same. So Ooh, that's that nice. Wonderful. Well, that that's was not wonderful. too shabby. Mm -mm, mm -mm, not at all. But I am, I'm focusing more on, on that. So um, as far as what's, what I'm looking at in, in the future, I guess I, I could call it that, is for me to actually do the PMP certification courses the prep so courses for people that are going to take the exam you mean correct okay and you're going to continue speaking is that part of your plan too yes i'm getting my teeth up so <laughs> I, I got to i got to so yeah so it's a lot of fun i i am truly that nerd i remember um john was saying like when i was doing all all that traveling and, and he would look at my instagram be like how do you how are you stopping how are you seeing all this stuff what in the world and i'm like i'm pulling over i will get to the hotel when i get to the hotel but i'm pulling over because there was buffalo i've never seen a real live buffalo so you know you know i have fun I wish I would have taken that lesson from people while I was still doing all that traveling because Gideon did the same thing. Uh, Gideon did a good job of stopping and smelling the roses. And I felt like I was just in a rush to get everything packed up and get to the next city and get settled in the hotel so I could get a bite to eat and, you know, get to bed. And yeah. then I see all these people posting pictures going, I'm not doing this right. <laughs> I got I to milk this a little bit more. Oh my goodness. When I had ridden into Chicago, it was at night, right? So I'm driving into Chicago. When I tell you, it looked like the Emerald City. I said, I said, this is what people say New York should look like. <laughs> Come in. He was like, ah. I said, oh, wow. this is the best in the history of ever. And, and so I just, I'm, I'm, I'm that type of person who really lives in the moment. I'm a very much a in the moment type of person. So whatever I can see while I'm out and about, I'm one that's gonna pull off the road and soak in the sights. Well, so you're doing, if I understood you correctly, are you doing a lot more work now where the Project Management Institute is hiring you to, to do these classes? Yes. Um, okay. Well, there are, there are different 
chapters, right? So, um, so the Project Management Institute is global. Global. So I, I have more people getting in contact with me through, through the Institute than I do in any other way. Um, but I am also very focused in on my community, which is what I started doing prior to COVID going crazy, was I was doing more things like um, in, in your city, do you have like a, a, a startup week type of a thing? Like a, like a tech startup week. I, I call it tech, but I'm sure it could be. There any are all kinds of conferences going on. I'm yeah. sure there must be something like that. Yeah, probably. I'm not, I'm not plugged into it, but I would guess there's probably something like that. Well, I need to get out more. Yeah, if 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 there is, and I'm and I'm confident you can probably find something on on LinkedIn, but they still had their startup week. And it was virtual. Like for the past two years, it's been in person and it's free, you know, because they just want to build up the economy mm -hmm. in the particular city. So if you have all these startups and whatnot, and, 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 and if accounting is your jam, these new businesses need that. Right. And they don't even know what it is that, that, that they need yet, but... Right. Now you're there. I'm like, yeah. So I, I heard you're starting a business <laughs> because you're at the startup week. See, it's it's sounds, like a fishbowl. <laughs> sounds like we need to look that up, Steve. <laughs> Since we're both in both in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. What what part of Florida are you in again? Are you in the Tampa, Tampa. area? Tampa. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure if you were in like one of the suburbs there. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am in Tampa and, and there's just so much going on. There's, there's so much going on. And, and I admit where I get most of my business is from LinkedIn. And, Interesting. And, and actually that was how the, the um, Project Management Institute got in contact with me for the keynote. I didn't reach out to them. I received a message on, on my LinkedIn said, we would love for you to do our, our keynote. So let's, <laughs> let's talk about this a little more because I think for the people that would probably be listening to this, mm -hmm. I think this would be really valuable. Mm -hmm. So I've had over the years, people find me on LinkedIn, but I would not say that LinkedIn has been like my bread and butter by any means. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what is it about your LinkedIn profile mm -hmm. that you think is attracting people to want to hire you versus all the other project manager trainers out there there's got to be something that's that's making them pick you well it's it's very much like the ramp that you were talking about but when i post and do things on my social that's that's my focus right so so for for the different hashtags that i might use it is tied to what you just said right? What, what is my purpose? So I could be thinking to myself, well, I know that I'm not like everybody else. I'm not. I, I could be very much over the top. If I'm in person, I, I really have to pay attention to the body language of the people that I'm teaching, find out whether or not I'm too like this. And they're like this, <laughs> right? So 
I have to switch up, but I don't have to do that on LinkedIn be, be, because my, my tribe is looking for this. So you're just being more authentic and naturally attracting the people that that resonates with instead of trying to figure out what is going to please whoever. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I'm very full on me, which is, which is something that um, took, took time for me to be comfortable doing because I'm so used to morphing into whatever is needed in that moment. Yeah. So then I had to think to myself, well, who, who am I really? And, and since this is my business, which is totally different than, than when you're working with or working for somebody else where you're, where you're trying to mold into whatever paradigm you're attempting to project, I'm not doing that. But I still need to make sure that I have the right people in my corner to assist me with that. So, um, so is, so, so guys, I did a search for people who were authentically themselves and excelling in what they do. A lot of those people have their own little classes. Their own what? Their own classes. Just about being your authentic self and being comfortable in doing that, right? So when, when we start businesses, we have a tendency to start with our business plan, right? Yep. But actually, we need to start with ramp, mm-hmm. not the business plan, right? Who am I? What do I love doing? Why do I love it? It's... it's it's as if it is sales 101, right? Yeah. What, what do I like? How am I? And how do I want to show up in the world, right? So when I was doing all, all of that training, I don't know if, if you saw the uh, post that I put out, what, a year or so ago, where I was in New York. I went to go and eat. Someone took me to Chick-fil-A walking. And um, I said, Oh, my goodness, is that Macy's? Is that Macy's? I'm like, yeah, that's Macy's. I said, is that where they do that main show with with all of the dancers? I said, is it right there? And they're like, yeah, it's right there. I said, can you hold my phone? Can you record this? <laughs> I need to dance there. I need to dance and sing where they dance and sing. And there are those that are like, oh, like my mother, for example, she has said, I could never, could never do that. I don't know, I know where you came from. <laughs> I said, mom, what, what other opportunity would I have to do that? Hold my phone. Right. So, so I, <laughs> but, but then I had to say to myself, am I comfortable being me? because not everyone's going to like that. Am I okay with not just casting out my net and pulling back whatever comes? Right. Am I doing the red velvet rope? See, I'm, I am more of a red velvet rope. I'm, I'm more VIP. If 
if you want to be on this side of things, this is what's over there. You need to make sure so, that this is where you want to be. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious, the way you're describing this, it almost makes me wonder, was there a time before you started this where you were just trying to give everyone what they wanted and then you said, no, I'm just going to do me? Yes. They're, okay. Yes. So and, what, what do you feel like uh, prompted you to say, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just going to be me. I, it was when I was running projects and I was, okay, so in, in the project world, if we're doing traditional, then there is someone who I don't report to, but it's their project, right? And so we would call them the executive sponsor. So I'm talking to my executive sponsor, trying to get all the requirements. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm being nice, you know, and I'm like, you know, and I would, and I believe that we should do this and this and this and this. And he was typing at the time he was typing, but you know, we were still engaging and I'm think I'm thinking the meeting went great. So I get out of this meeting and my boss sends me, cause I'm going to age myself. My boss sends me a same time. Do you remember the same time on? Lotus Notes. I do. <laughs> yep. No, that's... <laughs> it, I remember it, Lotus Notes, though. Yes. So Corporate America. That, yes, I remember that. <laughs> that that platform had um, a instant messaging. So my boss calls me into her office, and she reads me an email that that executive sponsor wrote and said, I don't believe that Veronica is the right person for my project. I think that she, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was just like, I don't think she is the right one. Now, mind you, he was typing this. While you were sitting. Oh, while I was wow. sitting in there. Wow. Right? Wow. And, and, and I'm thinking that I'm giving, you know, I'm trying to understand what, what what your needs are. I want to make sure that I provide you everything so that your project is the way that you want it to be. And and he's saying, oh my goodness, I think she sucks and I don't want this. Hmm. So I said to the boss at that time, I said, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that because I also knew that she was trying to break me down too. I'm not the one. She was attempting to do that too. And I said, uh-uh, nope. He being your boss, you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh my goodness. So are, so are all of these people trying to kill my shine? <laughs> not today. Not today. Jesus, take the wheel. Not today. So you. I said to her, thank you so much for that. It was what I needed. Now I'm going to do whatever it is that I want to do and what I think should be done. And I'm not going to ask for anyone's opinion. I might have inserted an expletive or two. <laughs> <laughs> to be real. <laughs> to the point that she shut the door. But, um, but I said, okay, you got me. You got me. And what was interesting, though, was that after that, like literally the month after that, when I said bump all of y'all, I'm doing what 
what I think needs to be done for all these projects, I got project manager of the month. Wow. And, and, and so I said, wait a minute. So when I'm nice, y'all bash me. When I act like a uh, not nice, see, did you, did you see that? When I, when I act like a not nice, I get awards. Interesting. Funny, funny how that works. And so now I say, you know what, this is it. This is, this is my time on this big blue marble. I'm going to make sure that I am authentically me while I'm here. Will I, will I disrespect others? Absolutely not. That is not my chip. I won't do that. But will I allow others to try to change me? And then I could potentially lose business because I'm not myself and I try to be what I think you want me to be? Nope, shop's closed. Not doing that anymore. Yeah. Did you feel like, that just sounds like as I'm listening to you walk through this, like that, I think I would have been scared to death to do that in any of the jobs that I had. Mm. What, was it just having, just like having had enough or what do you think, or do, or do you just not, did you just not get that fear feeling? I don't have a fear feeling. Okay. Um, so I, I really think that's just how I'm made up. Um, I like, if, if I were to take it back to being a kid, I was the one who would stand up for the person who was being bullied. Okay. I would, I would stand and like, I literally have done this. I've stood in front and I said, hit me. And they're like, but we don't have any problems with you, Veronica. I said, oh, yes, you do. You do now. Yes, yes, you do. Where do you think that comes from? That sounds like you, you feel like you, you're like wired that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that, is, that is how I'm wired. And in fact, if, if you were to ever speak to my mother, she would say, yeah, I remember when you were um, – in the front yard and, and uh, you're fighting, fighting in the front yard. And she was like, I don't think that you knew how little you were. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you knew just how teeny I was. I was little, I was skinny. I was, and she said, I don't, I don't think you were aware of any of those things, but I have always been the one who will stand up for other people. Right. And that's actually how, how I decided that I was going to have this, this business, you know, because I know what it's like to think that you're doing your projects well, and then have other people say, no, you're not, because they, they actually think that that boss knows what a project is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. They actually think that, that that boss knows what excellent project management looks like. And they don't. Mm -hmm. and, and I just want them to, to be in their full selves and be like, okay, first, you need to do this, 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 and this. And no one's going to tell you that you need to do these things. But if you don't, your project could fail. 
Well, I didn't know that, Veronica. I said, I know. That's why I'm here. Because I'm telling you all of these different things that, that no one tells you. No one tells you. So if there was one or two things about the way you do what you do that's different, mm -hmm. I can get a little of it from your social media. But project management to someone who's not a project manager, like me, not a project manager. Yet you run projects. That's, yeah, and that's, and that's, that's actually a follow-up. That's, that's the thing. That's a follow-up. I want to get into lessons from project management that non-project managers can use. Because I think there's a bunch of stuff that's probably universal from project management that, that we could all kind of use. Mm -hmm. But what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is... Um, what are the things that are uniquely you that are baked into your project management style that is noticeable to other people that makes them go, that's the tribe I want to be a part of? How would you describe that? I genuinely love what I do. And I, I truly believe that that comes out when I talk about it. Right. I don't, I don't have a, Eeyore feeling when I'm talking about it. like, yeah, yeah, we have some projects. And when our project first started, they said it was going to be six months and they changed it on us. I don't know how we're going to do it, but it's due in a month. What do y'all think? Now, if, if I were to do that, they would be like, oh my God, I have no idea how we're going to do it for Alika. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Right? But what I say is, game on. Did you know that it was six months and now it's a month? You're not going to punk me. And you're not going to punk my team either. <laughs> I know that this is something that we can do. I know that, right? I know that I have all of the skills to make that happen. I know that. Whether I know it today, I can research it. If somebody knows it, why shouldn't I? If it exists anywhere in the world, there's no reason why I, I can't have it, right? Somebody so, else can do it or can figure it out, then certainly you can. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and that's why I can say, and since I'm retired now, I can say that I've never had a project fail ever. And so it's never gonna happen <laughs> because I'm retired. But, um, but it's, it is the energy that I give and the fact that I really believe in the people who are on my team. I, I tell them that you are chosen for my team. And, that, and just that by itself feels different than if you happenstance you're on my team, but, but you were chosen for this. There's a particular skill set that you have, and I need you to know that I've never failed. So if you're on my team, you need to elevate your game because I'm, 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 I'm going to hold you to it, right? And you set and the expectations. Of greatness, right? Because if you let somebody know that you don't believe in them, I promise you they will prove it. But if I, if I say that even when I'm teaching, right, I let them know that you're excellent. And, and then I actually ask them, like I, I start things off this way, 
I said, I, I believe that you're absolutely excellent. Who in here thinks that I'm crazy and how dare you say that I'm excellent when you just met me? If that's you, raise your hand. And I get hands raised. Like, I was going to ask, what if I'm a weenie and I go? <laughs> yeah, but like, I have no idea why you would say that. You can't say that. We're, we're not even five minutes into the class. How in the world? And, and then I tell them, I've trained thousands of classes. The only people who come are people who know that they can be better. The only people who show up, I said, think about this. Who do you know in the workspace who said, I heard that you were going to that class. Can you take some notes for me? And they're like, well, me, you know? And, and I said, are, are you the note taker for the business? Is this for you? Are you trying to be better or are you taking dictation? Well, well, now that you put it that way, Veronica, doing it for me. I said, okay, well, if you're doing it for you, you must think that you're pretty great to do that, right? Well, now that you, maybe, yeah, I already know because people who come to trainings aren't coming because they ain't got nothing else to do. I got something else to do. Was this kind of mindset, do you think it, for you it was intuitive or is this something, because I'm hearing like a lot of eternal optimists, like you're planting these seeds that if a psychologist talked to you, they'd probably say, <laughs> oh, what you're doing is, there's probably somebody who studied it and said that's the way to do it. <laughs> but was it just intuitive to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because when, but this also goes goes back to um, what, what we talked about previously though, right? I, I live in the moment. I'm always reading. And when I say I am always reading, it doesn't mean that I'm always picking up a book. I'm just gonna be honest about it. But I am always trying to figure out what I don't know. And, and I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to make all of the mistakes. I only have one life. So if other people have said, I've experienced X, Y, Z, and, and you can probably focus in on this and look at this and, and they've written things, you know, those, those are the things that stick with me. But I am, I am also a, um, I have a photographic memory. Oh, you cheater. So, it is. That's so unfair. <laughs> Truth. No lies detected. So when whenever I look at something, if 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 it's a word, then I've read it. If I see something, then it then it stays with me. My my um ex, my my ex's best friend used to say, it's as if you can pull a receipt out of your ear. Why do, you, why do you remember all this stuff? And, and I said, I don't remember everything, but I have a tendency to remember what you don't. That's the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> so let me go back to your class for just a second, Veronica. Sure. If one of your classmates, you know, and especially that person that raises their hand that doesn't think they're excellent, mm -hmm. says to you, so how do I become successful like you? What kind of advice would you give somebody in your class, maybe a new person to project management could just be a friend of yours. What, 
what kind of advice would you share? I would tell them to remain curious and to re remember what it feels like when you got your first job. I said, you know what? You're, you remember how excited you were when you said, I got a job. I got a job and you, and, and you can go to bed early. You might lay out your clothes the night before. You know, you're like, oh my goodness, I get, I, I get to do this. When you say that you get to do it, right? You are also paying, my next one just pop. Okay, so when you, now I can open my mouth. Now I can do that. So when, when you first start to work and you get to do it, kind of like that new hire that annoys you, right? They're like always smiling, you know, and they're like, like oh my gosh, hi. <laughs> like, hi, how are you? I'm in da 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 and I do this and this and this. And you're like, oh my sweet Jesus. Can you <laughs> go and sit? I'm going to talk to you in six months. And, <laughs> That's right. And if you're really this way, then maybe we'll, we will be like this, right? But in the beginning, you have that excitement and you're asking questions and you're trying to learn and, 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 you're, and, and you're trying to figure out where you fit. But over time, over time, you, you lose it. You're like, you know what? I have to go to this meeting and I don't even think I should be there. And I hate all of these people, every last one of them, but I can't say it unless you're Veronica. And, <laughs> and then you're like, oh my gosh, how, but see, when I was in meetings, it was a game for me. I was, I, it was, it was more of a playtime. Every, literally everything that we experience isn't real. None of it. All of it is make-believe. See, I am, when I was in college, I was a economics major. So I know all about the money, all about the money. I know that money's made up. And now it is even more made up because no one's even touching it anymore. It's, it is a figment, right? So if none of it's real, how come I can't have a good time? If none of it's real, how come I can't be authentically me and why shouldn't I say that I'm great? Why, why shouldn't I say that I'm great? I had run a um, conference calls, right? This is prior to people feeling comfortable with being on camera. So we only did conference calls. That's it. And they would always have that awkward moment right? When people are logging in, beep, 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 who just joined? <laughs> you know, who just joined? Oh, it's Sally. Hi, Sally. How are you today? And then they say, well, how are you doing, Veronica? And I would say, I'm fantastic. Every single time. I'm fantastic. 
And then that same boss that, that I was talking about before, she called, called me into her office. And she said, so a lot of the executive sponsors don't want you to say that you're fantastic anymore. What? <laughs> That's bizarre. I wish I made up anything. That sounds like yeah. a Dilbert cartoon. <laughs> you aren't allowed to say that anymore um, because the executive sponsors say that there's no way that anyone can be fantastic every day. So <laughs> you're not being real, so you can't say that anymore. And I said, all right, game on. So I go to my next meeting. So how are you doing today, Veronica? And I said, Veronica, how are you doing today? And I said, well, you know what? One of y'all's bosses said that I can't say fantastic anymore. It doesn't mean that I'm not fantastic, but I'm not allowed. So if, so if you want to say it on my behalf, you go right ahead. But one of your bosses are kind of crotchety and I'm not allowed to say it anymore. You can't steal my shine. This is it. And, and everything literally comes from the inside. But, but what I'm finding, um, Steve, to, to what you were saying, is as if people need permission, right? It's as if so many people are living through that imposter syndrome, right? But if, you know what, I'm not good enough. Well, why the heck not? And, 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 and then I asked them, okay, well, who's, who's the smartest person that you know? Who's the smartest person that you know? And just yesterday, I had people in chat naming other people. And I said, I need to understand, why did you name somebody else? Well, because I do things wrong and, and I'm not perfect. I said, I didn't ask you to be perfect. I would much rather you be excellent, right? So you're paying attention to your journey. I want you to do that. But no one knows what you've ex experienced to get to this place. No one knows what you had to overcome to get here. Don't you think that's great? Well, I, you, you are triggering what I will uh, refer to as a matrix moment for me. <laughs> uh, you guys have both seen the matrix? Another movie oh, reference. Yes, sir. I'm full of movie references, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I heard a guy talking in a train. It was in a training. A guy was doing a training and he was talking about the movie, the matrix. And he said it that at the end of the training, that what I'm trying to get you all to realize is that you're the one. You're all the one. You just haven't figured it out yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting that kind of feeling of, from what you're saying. That's kind of your message to people like, like wake up, man. Like, mm -hmm. Stop selling yourself now, short. Now, I'll, I'll be real about it. It doesn't mean that I don't have bad days. It doesn't mean that a tear has never hit my cheek right but just like I would tell people on my team and tell them to come into my office shut the door you have a solid five minutes yell cry whatever you need to do get it all out in that five minutes and once you're finished you need to keep it pushing we have we, we have stuff to do right so I don't want people to to not have the emotion, recognize it, but if, if, if you don't do something with it, it's never going away. So you, you gotta push on through it and then do what you need to do. Keep it pushing. 
when I went to take a note um, a minute ago, I realized I asked earlier, Gideon obviously couldn't make it to join us mm -hmm. today. So I asked him earlier if he had any, had any questions that he would like to ask you if, if he was able to be here. So I wrote down a couple of questions that he wanted to ask you. So I'm going to just fire away with these. Okay, go ahead. The first one is what tools or apps um, can, can trainers and coaches use to boost their business? Right. Because he was talking about how he thought you were like really, you, especially like with social, you were really good at using the stuff that's available. All right. Okay. Um, it depends on what you're wanting to do, right? So remember I had said we were like, you need to know what your pillar is, right? You know, what, what kind of like the, the, the whole Chick-fil-A type of a feeling, doesn't matter where I go in the country, when I go to Chick-fil-A, I know this is what I'm going to get. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would say the exact same thing tied to what apps work well for you. Right. So if you are a meme type of a person. Right. In fact, I will look at my phone because I have most things on my phone. Okay. Oh, actually, let me back up further are you guys apple people are you, are you apple people i'm apple steve you're android um i'm an android yeah so we got one of each android? okay so i don't know only because i used to work for apple i kind of know more about apple but one of the things if he is a apple person because i'm sure android does it i just don't know where um is to actually set your socials to be on for only a limited hour. Like oh. set your app limits. Because if you're not a producer, then you're a consumer. Right. Right. Yep. So if you spend the majority of your time paying attention to what other people are posting and what other people are doing, then you're not being authentically you. Right. So I yep. just wanted to put, put that in, into the mix. So let's Tiff, can I ask you a follow-up to that? So yes, how many hours do you find work for you? Two. Two hours a day? For all of social for the whole day? All of my socials, two. So that tells me that you're very efficient because you do, you're, you're active in social. It's not like you're spending that two hours just consuming. You're, you're producing. Mm -hmm. So the next piece would be later.com. Later.com. Okay. Tell us about that. What do you use? It's a Sounds like a procrastination site. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it is. Scheduling. Scheduling. Of, of your socials, right? Oh, okay. Oh. So, so what you can do, like, let, let's just say it's a Sunday and you already know what all of your pillars are, you know, because it's very much, since, since you're content creators and no longer consumers, 
you are going to think to yourself, well, what do I want people to be talking about me in the next week or two, in the next month, right? So put together what your content calendar is. And then for a week, create the content. And with that scheduler, like with, with later.com, you, you can put your pictures in. You can put your commentary in. And that's a big deal because when you're, when you're just typing it into your thing, the formatting is jacked. Yeah. But on later.com, you can put spaces. You can put different paragraphs. You, know, you can do all, all of those things. Now, that doesn't work on LinkedIn. But you can put all of your content there. And then it is formatted the way that you would, would like it to be. And then you just cut and paste it in, into any of the platforms that litlater.com doesn't carry. Okay. Um, so that's, I'm, I'm, I'm really just talking about the heavy hitters. Um, okay. I would also say you can use travel.com. Um, not travel, well, it is. It's T R E L L O, T R E L L O. Trello. And, oh. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and so what you can do is put put together what your content calendar is, and then move it, you know, to your completed column so that you know that 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 you've gotten that done. It kind of helps organize. You know, what it is that I've tried that in the past. And what I, what I liked a lot about that is how visual it is. Mm -hmm, I'm, mm -hmm. a, I'm a very visual learner, visual person. Um, uh, let's say that you want to make memes, right? So you, you can either use, because it, it depends on what you want it to look like. You can use, um, where are you? I think it's, Word swag, that is, that is one. Um, and you could also use typorama. Never heard of either of those. And, and you can basically um, put whatever you want. I have, I've started using Canva because there is an app for your socials for Canva. Um, so I started using that. I'm still trying to figure out if I like it or not. Okay, but I've used Canva, but I didn't know they had a- There's an app. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. so um, I, am, I am partial to those first two. So do the, uh, do the first two, those, for example, later.com, does that reformat the picture and everything to each of the sites? Um, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can. Oh, that's, that's a, one of the, that's one of the, the concerns that, with, with pictures and things. Well, yeah. and um, Typorama does it, and so does Word Swag. Okay. Okay, cool. L let me ask the other Gideon question so I don't forget it. You just okay. had two for us. So he wanted one that was more like that one, a little more like professional, that, that would be kind of useful information. This one's just a little bit more kind of fun. 
So if one of your peers visited you in your hometown where you are, mm-hmm. where would you take them and why? Where would I take them? I would take them, um, okay. Is it a friend friend or a business friend? Let's say me, Steve, and Gideon all, all came to town for a, a conference we were going to uh, teach something at or speak at. Okay. We said, hey, let's, let's go somewhere. Where, where should we go? Um, I would definitely take you to St. Pete. Okay. And, um, and, and I would take you to, um, to the Sundial District um, in in St. Pete, it's, um, there are a lot of things that are outside, right? Mm-hmm. And so, especially at, at night, you, you have all these bistros, you have the water, you have the museums, you know, and, and in St. Pete, the nightlife happens, but, but not like nightclubby, like it's very adult, right? Um, but it just, it just feels good. It, it, it really, it's pretty awesome. Cool. Sounds like fun. Sounds good. Do you have any other questions, Steve? I'm, I'm just, I'm looking at the clock and I want to respect your time. No, I think we've covered a lot of, a lot of great stuff. So let me, let me ask you a a couple of kind of wrap up questions then. So you mentioned earlier that you're always reading and then you said, okay, maybe not reading. So I'm assuming that you're consuming (laughs) things, other things. So tell us what other ways like audio books, podcasts, what are the other ways that you're feeding your brain? Okay. Um, It's, it is actually YouTube. Okay. I love YouTube. Um, pretty much and anything that you can think of what are the there what are the coolest subscriptions uh, channels you subscribe to the ones that you think are the coolest not that everybody else says are cool yeah because I'm a nerd um, that you're willing to share <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to know any secret ones that, <laughs> that would embarrass you <laughs> yeah, understood understood well and, and it's and it's funny you would you would say it so Let's see, because I'll just tap on my subscriptions. Okay, so there is Think Media. I like him. Um, There is Speaking Lifestyle. I like that. Every once in a while, I look at Mind Over Munch. Mind Over Munch? Like munchy food? Munchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to do better, y'all. I'm trying to do better. And I also, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really fo- focusing in on what, what I look at a lot. And I just added one. Where are you? I do look at the... TED Talks, and there's also, because I don't know how, how he says, how he pronounces his last name, so I'll just spell it. Um, it's S-T-R-A-T-V-E-R-T. First name is Kevin. He used to work for Microsoft, and then he quit because he was making more 
teaching people about Microsoft on his YouTube. Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> um, but he also said that, don't think I'm crazy. My, my wife still works at Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little balance going on. <laughs> little balance little balance but yeah i'm glad i asked that because i those are all new ones to me well ted talks i've heard of but Mm -hmm. i've got to check those out and i i like too that they're kind of it's like a little smattering of some professional some kind of fun some personal stuff and and one of the things that that i really recommend and and because we might be near to the same age range how 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 we look things up is different than how people look things up now. So they use all their hashtags and their socials to look Mm. things up, right? So I would recommend if there are people on your, on your socials that, that you follow, right? Go to their page, click on their following button see if they have hashtags that they follow tap on that that's a great tip and and then look and see if there are any hashtags that they follow that maybe you should follow too so that you can get get more content and also um i also believe in taking a good 15 minutes per day commenting on someone else's post, but not just a like, at least four words long, mm-hmm. right? Be, because you also want to focus in on what the algorithm's doing. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, and if you haven't watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. I have not. That, that might be what you choose to do this evening. Netflix. All right. Social dilemma. B, because the the main people who are who are actually talking um, worked for the major social internet giant. Oh, is it is it a documentary about all the psycholo- psychological research they did before? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've. That's I. I'm going to circle that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, because and the the reason why why I found it important is because there are reasons why we do what we do, and since we're in business, we need to know how that translates into the other pieces. Basically, what what Gideon was asking, like how how can I grow what are what are we looking at and knowing what all the the behind the scenes things are will actually help you in figuring out what type of content you're going to put out there have you written books there there is a book um you are able to purchase it on amazon and books a million and what's the name of it noble it's beyond the certification okay and um it it truly talks about that, right? So there are there are things that that you learn because you took a test or you're about to. But once you've taken your test, the expectation is that you can execute. 
And right. there are so many things that we need to know that have nothing to do with that test. Yep. Sounds so, like licensing for insurance with, that I went through many years ago. Even college, you get to your first job and they're like, all right, kid, you don't know anything. College. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How, Excellent. I know you're very active in social. What is the best way if people want to find your content and they want to connect with you? What's the best way for them to do that? Okay. I will give options. And the reason why I want to give options, because it, it, it depends on what you want to see from me. Okay. So um, if you want the more fun side of me, then you would actually go to Instagram. And that is Veronica underscore Lane underscore Consulting underscore LLC. And you would be able to find me there. It's this face. <laughs> um, and um, if you're looking for more of the businessy side of things, and that would definitely be LinkedIn, and and you just want to pull up my name in the search, so okay, Veronica Lane, but look for the one with the microphone. Then okay. you'll know it's me. Okay, we'll we'll put this in the show notes. Mm -hmm. um, we'll have all this typed out so people can can find it easily uh one last question and then anything else that you want to share feel free but we we touched on earlier about how project management has a lot of concepts that are universal mm -hmm. if you could just pick one or two that you think people could put to use and get a lot of value out of what would those be i would say um to realize that all project managers do is fix things through other people. It's a way of Ooh. thinking, that is it. So the only thing that we do is fix things. I am more of a maestro to an orchestra. I don't play the violin, but I know when they should come in. That's I it. love that. That is a great metaphor. It is. <laughs> and that is a great way to end.